0: Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, the podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times. Now, everybody, this is a very special episode. It was recorded over a few days, and it was my attempt at documenting these European workshops that we've been doing. And moreover, the workshop style that we've been executing through the sub regional workshops that we did around America and this is just a continuation thereof here in Europe. Our focus has been more on giving people experience rather than information. The first round of our tours were really about just informing people, letting them know what was going on. But after a while, people felt like they knew, but it wasn't necessarily changing their life at all. So it was not nearly as helpful as it could have been. So we've evolved into creating workshops where we allow them To speak their mind and open up their heart with each other as a way of experiencing what it's like to live in the high noon in the moment. But also, it's our estimation, it's our thought, it's our thesis that these people have a much better shot of continuing the conversation that they've already started rather than hearing a bunch of kind of high level information and then trying to sort out what to do with it afterwards, right? It's like, Here's a bunch of clues on how to solve your problems. Good luck. Instead, he's in the moment. We're giving them the tools to speak stuff. (laughs) That didn't come out the way that I wanted it to, but it's good enough. And so anyway, it's kind of like a different style of podcast, but I really like it. Let me know what you think. I wanted to give you the feel of what it's like to be in the workshop with us, but I didn't want to bore you or anything. It's around 30 minutes of really amazing content so that you can see what it's like for us how exhausting it was for us to put this on but also we get some reflections from different staff as well as some participants so please enjoy it. I think this is a very unique approach for us it's more kind of NPR style or this type of stuff so let us know what you think and I hope you feel connected to these events through this episode so enjoy and I'll see you in the next one All right. So I'm in an interesting hotel room. We're here in Budapest and Sammy is about to hit the hay. The little guy's tuckered out. He's had a long day, right? And tomorrow morning, we're going to do our big event in Hungary. It's our biggest one so far. We've had some cute events, some really deep events with people. But they were kind of big venues with not that many people in them. And this one's a little venue with way too many people. They're going to be sitting on the ground. Really exciting. Sammy. So excited. How are you excited? So excited. That's sleepy Sammy. We have Andy here too who's working. He's working on a spreadsheet right now. It's like 11 o'clock at night. This is the sign of a great man. What are you working on, Andy?
1: I am making my last efforts to get people to the event next week.
0: Mm, yeah. So we have an event in a week in Camburg, it's our last event. This is tomorrow is our penultimate event and our last final conclusion is next weekend. In Bad Camburg slash Camburg, depending on who you talk to. It's foreboden to say. For some people what's the difference between Camburg and Bad Camberg? Same thing. So confusing. Okay. So in Germany is gonna be our last event. And tomorrow, I'm going to try to take as many clips as I can of our event so that you guys can get a behind-the-scenes feel for what it's like to be in a European event. So far, they've been kind of spectacular. This new style of event has allowed us to speak less and say more. Thanks, Sammy, yeah. We let the people speak and figure out what they think and instead of trying to cram in as much information as possible to try to tell them, all the brilliant stuff that we've been figuring out in the field, we minimize our talks and try to give them as many spaces to kind of chat and sort through difficult things that they don't normally talk about and figure out what they think and how they feel. So It's actually more fun. Would you say it's more fun, Sammy? Yeah, I love it. What do you like about it?
2: It's just it's more real. Like, information can be really impactful at times when it's genuinely new and it makes you see things in a way you never thought of before a conversation is so dynamic right and you formulate your own view of things and you're talking about yourself and you're sharing with other people and that kind of thing you can join the same workshop two three four times and it's actually different every time because you're changing your group is changing
0: i think sammy's telling you yeah (laughs) it is less work for us that's the funny thing they say right when you're the real masters are minimalists i'm not saying we're masters but we just decided to stop stressing ourselves out talking so much and now somehow the events just got significantly better so the extent to which we shut up is the extent to which the high providence will expedite itself so i will try to remember to take this throughout the weekend and get as many good sound bites as i can thank you all right it's the morning of the big day just got out of the shower, these guys are putting on their socks like champions, like gladiators going into the ring. How are you feeling, Sammy? Got my hype
1: song on. What's your hype song? Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sammy, before every event, really does the ABC song with conviction and power to get all of his language down pat. How are you doing, Andy? Doing well. He's a trooper. He's looking good. He's looking sharp. We don't know what breakfast is, but who needs breakfast, right? We're just going to eat life in the face. We'll continue this. I'm going to do a little NPR narration. It was a Saturday, just like any other Saturday, except it was different. Here we are in the venue in Budapest. It's a beautiful building, a loved building, a square building. I'm just walking into the room where we're going to do our event. And this event, we have so many people that we can't put in chairs. So we're actually getting them to sit on the ground on these little cool cushions. I feel like America doesn't have cushions like this. We don't know how to sit on the ground. But these cushions are almost better than chairs. And they've decorated, it looks like a constellation here. There's these little lights on the wall. Very cute. God bless women who have these kind of ideas. Because all we cared about is like, do is there electricity? And then that was enough for us. But then the women were like, how do we make it pretty? So, we're here. I'm gonna get cracking. There's an energy, actually, in this building. There's people. It's 7.30. We walked here, and there's already a bunch of people ready to go, making breakfast bright and awake, and usually, we're the first ones at the venue. We are not even close, so this is gonna be a wild day. Big energy. All right, so it's just before the event. People, it's like, there's a real buzz here today. It's interesting. You can hear laughter, but... Yeah, because of the nature of this particular event, people really who are coming that I hear that I met really wanted to come, that they drove, just met some people from Croatia who drove four hours. There's people from Poland who came all over. And so there's like an intentionality and there's a buzz, there's an energy here. And I'm genuinely kind of nervous, not like nervous, nervous, but I can feel that there's something in the air and it's special. It's not so casual, so
2: really looking forward to it. And here comes Sammy. Are you excited about today, buddy? Yeah, it's actually getting really exciting. People are coming in. There's good energy, and it's exhilarating. It's like every time, just seeing the people in person and just hearing the little details about what it took for them to come. People woke up super early and drove here three four hours. Some people came last night people took off work people needed to find a driver it's like a lot and even the i just talked to the Croatia sisters and they were on the waitlist they registered a little last minute and they're on the waitlist for a while and in the end they could come and then so they're really excited to be here but then they had to scramble to find who can drive them so one of their dads just volunteered to do it so he's here now also and it's exciting yeah it's
0: really cool and it seems like something happened in Europe where they got all the height so I'm actually the shortest person and like within a mile radius. I think that I saw somebody on the way here who didn't have any legs and I was marginally taller than them, but everybody else is so tall here. It's very interesting. Or they're normal and I'm so tiny. I'm a hobbit in Europe. I really feel like a hobbit, minus the feet. So anyway, we're about to get into it. People are filtering in. Wish us luck, everybody. Wish us luck. Hey, don't get too close, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're in public. So we're gonna talk about this, guys. We're gonna talk about ownership. So what does it mean to be the owner of your sexuality? How does this concept of ownership of our sexuality deviate from what our culture teaches us? So I'm here with Sebastian, who just gave his testimony again for the third time. Sebastian, how was it this time and like as you give your testimony does it get easier to talk about personal stuff in front of strangers or is it More complicated because you're remembering more
3: Well, actually it becomes much more easier and because I feel more comfortable in front of everyone There are so many details that emerge in my mind that I knew I wanted to say the first times But I always was yeah disappointed in myself that I didn't remember them, but now it was much better, so much so that I was wondering if I was totally over time, but apparently no one cut me off, so I think I was good. You did perfectly.
0: So when you're talking and you're refining this testimony, that's like your life story, do you feel like the more that you talk about it, you can re-experience those emotions again and again, or does it more like go into trying to remember it and it comes from your head or from your heart?
3: Well, when I prepared for this talk, I was very emotional and I really felt what I was sharing there, I felt really deeply. The more I do it, the more therapeutically I realize that I'm looking from it as an observer and I'm not so much involved in what I'm saying. Because it's for me now more comfortable and more important to convey the message and not to be stuck emotionally in the words that I say. In the beginning it was more difficult for me to share that because the emotions came up, which I guess is not a bad thing, but I find it more easily now to share the message and yeah just say the words without having those emotions coming with them.
0: So when you go through a testimony like that and you like you felt the emotions really strongly you said like when you first started giving it does it mean that you've worked through something if you don't feel it again because you've kind of worked it out of you or is it because I've seen people give testimonies and they kind of cry deeply every time? Is that because they actually haven't worked through the thing? (laughs) Because that's very possible. But like in your experience, it sounds like you've kind of let those emotions come up and get out. And now they're just not there when you present this information.
3: Well, that's a fantastic question. I believe there are many layers, like the onion layers. And once you work through one layer and it seems fine, then you get to a deeper layer. And I guess it's depending on how severe it is what you're talking about the more often you will get deep into those emotions and perhaps you will experience them many times back to back. But in my case, because I'm in between talking, between my testimony, I'm sharing a little bit about theoretical things. It's easy for me to get out of the emotional state as well. So I think it also depends if I would share full heartedly only about my feelings and struggles and needs and sadness then it would be very hard for me to keep it together. And perhaps that was what you experienced with the other talk.
0: You went from kind of being a part of us tangentially to like being in the thick of High Noon. How's that been, that transition of like, just throwing you out into the deep end and kind of revealing your soul in front of a bunch of people at our workshop?
3: Well, before just being a facilitator was an amazing experience and a bit big privilege and a big growing experience. But since my wife was invited to High Noon to give a topic, to give a talk about shame, She always envisioned both of us to be involved publicly and to speak about our individual paths. And I thought it was a good opportunity for me to step out of my comfort zone and to contribute to something that is near and dear to my heart. And that actually, because someone else did the work before me, I was able to meet my wife, Daria, who understands me much better because she heard someone else talk about this topic as well. So I feel it's in a way my obligation to do the same thing and talk about this.
0: It's really cool. And did you feel like you were out of your depth at all? Or was it just like you knew why you were doing it and you just jumped in and it was okay? Because like, sometimes we invite people and we don't know the struggle. We only hear after like how much of a difficult time it was to go from not talking about their own personal history and then talking about it in front of larger groups.
3: Yeah, it wasn't easy, and in the beginning I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it, but I thought this is the once-in-a-lifetime experience for me, at least it felt like it. I don't know, I was nervous, but at the same time, I'm nervous in many situations in my life, and those are much less important to others and to myself. It means much less. And so I felt like, why not, this? why not this situation? Why not use this build-up and stress and anxiety to create something that could help others because I usually don't use my stress and anxiety to help others.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, most of us don't. We just use it to kill ourselves, right? That's great. Are you a real high nooner now? Do you feel it?
3: Yeah, totally. I'm part of the team, yeah.
0: He's in. He's in. We already initiated him. We did the whole cloak ceremony with the paddles and everything. So he's in. Blood brothers, right?
3: Yes, 100%. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks, Sebastian.
3: Thanks, Andrew.
2: I hope to connect with you throughout this very short time that we have today, tomorrow, and we're here to be with you, not just to talk to you guys. So if you want to say hi, feel free. So again, I'm Sammy. I'm from originally from America, and then my wife and I were blessed in 2009, and at some point we moved to Korea.
3: Beautiful.
0: Please have a seat. So right now we're, everybody's very pensive and they're thinking about two questions. What are you most proud of in your life? What are you most ashamed of in your life? And I'm whispering because everybody's supposed to be reflecting. I know, my whispers are very loud right now. I hope you can hear. But what's crazy is these have been that Sammy coughing. This is how we end our Saturdays, is people kind of going deep about some of the most shameful things that they've experienced in their life. And in many cases, it's the first time they're kind of releasing this stuff and it's extremely cathartic. And it's amazing how many people want to divulge their innermost selves, but haven't had a place until these workshops. So they're kind of getting ready for that. And now we're gonna split off into groups Apparently the guys are all going to go outside because we got kicked out. There's not enough space inside. So yeah, will let you know how that goes.
2: Hey, if you're getting something good from this episode, you will probably really enjoy our other podcast, The Blessed Couple Podcast, where we talk about how to create a smashing marriage and experience God in the process. And yes, we talk a lot about sex. We have incredible guest speakers that I think you're going to really love. All you have to do is search for Blessed Couple Podcast on your favorite podcast player, or just click the link in the description of this episode. Thanks. Back to the show.
1: It's the morning after the chaos, and we just waking up, and last night we walked home after a long day, and... It's like a success, I would say. Sammy, what do you think about well, yesterday? Success? He said success. Like a man clenching his jaw and taking a poop. What about Andy? Well, how was yesterday? It
3: was good. It was a success. Very busy.
1: Yeah. I don't know why, but it was exhausting. Either we're getting older, or we're going into a new dimension within the quantum field, where we're healing deeper things, just like Ant-Men, and we're resolving them, and it's exhausting. We could have easily just run a marathon yesterday with how tired I was, but we're ready to fight again.
0: Right, guys? You ready to fight again? Getting
1: there. We just Getting need there. pasta and push-ups. Yeah, today we're going to be talking with the parents, half of us. We're going to divide because our team is big, so we're going to divide and conquer. We're going to have... Sammy, myself, and Andy, are you coming with us? No, I'm with the youth. Oh, you traitor. So Sammy and myself and Sebastian, I think, are going to go talk to the parents. Daria and Andy are going to head towards youth service because it's Sunday morning. And we have like over 30 parents. Some of them are coming from far. Some of them are locals to talk about sex. And what's interesting about that work is how little a lot of them know. And that watching them process this information. Imagine you don't know anything about what your kid watches online. Imagine you're a woman in your mid-50s and you've never seen porn. Maybe you've seen images and you're like, oh yeah, a naked woman, that's porn. But you have no idea about the violence and especially about the fact that there's a growing number of young people just putting themselves, making their own porn online. So this is my job today to tell them that. But... To also not make them freak out by hugging them the entire time we're talking. So that's what Sammy's job is today: is to go around one by one and hug all the ladies, especially while I'm talking. That's true. He can hug the dads too. Yeah, he's gonna just sit on their lap. He's gonna go around like five minutes each and just hug them. So
2: Wait, like yeah, we can do it. Thirty
1: people. We got this. So we're gonna go today. I'll get some good clips today. And yeah, so Sammy's waking up. I'm really shocked by how tired I am. I don't know. Are you guys really tired? Or just because it's 6.30 in the morning tired? 6.30 in
2: the morning. I think I'll get some coffee. I'll be
1: okay. Mmm. Mmm. Yes. The power of coffee. Incidentally, we went to a place called Guns and Coffee the other day. It was pretty amazing. You can buy a gun and a coffee at the same time. God bless America within Hungary. (laughs) They picked up on the American spirit.
2: I'll give you a microphone, and you can share with us what you got from the weekend. Maybe what your burning question was, what answer you got, and this is, a chance to, this is the very last thing. We'll give a chance to a few people and let everyone hear from you.
3: That really was a good experience to talk with people and open up to them, and I really like this concept of like having a vision in your life. I could get to you know like the real feelings of second generation and the challenges they face, and also I received so much love and care from the staff and the speakers, everyone that was here so I didn't really know what to expect. I was just going because well, how could I not? <laughs> but I guess it was very good in the beginning to set some like questions that I want answered. I had even like unrelated questions really to high noon, but I thought lots of good spirit will be here. And I used the time really well here and I could have like very meaningful conversations with some people and
2: I didn't get answers to my questions but I got direction and I got tools and I think that was very valuable but the lectures were I think they gave answers to questions I didn't even know I had so like I obviously feel like I'm living with more than I came with and there are a lot of things that I would love to implement in my everyday life like I really hope that this motivation is gonna last more than a few days (laughs) we'll see we'll see
0: all right so it's the day after the event this is Monday I'm sitting in a place called the City Park here in Budapest. It's right in the middle. It's, I think, the nicest park I've ever been to in my whole life, to be honest. No exaggeration. And I'm sitting right in front of the exercise area where there's a bunch of things to pull yourself up on and push yourself off of. That's a hard thing to say, but like chin-ups, push-ups, dips, all that. Some good, strong folks around here close to basketball. The birds are chirping. It's a beautiful day. But yeah, we just had our event here in Hungary, which yeah was so far our biggest event here during this tour because we've had bigger events in Europe, but those are like whole family events. This is just young adults. And some people drove many hours from different countries. There was a couple there that came from Romania, a 16-hour train ride to come to this event. It was quite amazing, actually. And so the spirit was interesting because it was a long, it felt long, two days. It's a long time to ask people to sit down and ingest a ton of information. But they also had so many conversations. They got to go outside and have fun as well. Somehow ice cream ended up joining us and being consumed. But some stuff we realized is, A, this is really where Heinen's headed in the right direction because... It's not just talking, it's not just lectures. The first time we came to Europe, we just talked and we didn't really give a lot of space for them to practice what we were talking about. We just gave them a lot of information, which was useful information, in the hopes that they would go home and continue this conversation. But it's kind of a lot to ask. So instead, these events are so rewarding because we're giving them the information and then they can practice it right there and then sharing their kind of fears or their shame or also their hopes and their dreams and supporting each other, you know? It's like the most natural thing that most of us are not doing. So all in all, it ended up being like a really, really deep and amazing time. My voice was really cool. I woke up this morning and I had like a Barry White voice. I could have sung R&B like, hey girl, I love you so much. It's coming back, my kind of weenie voice is coming back. but this morning I woke up a man because it was a long weekend of a whole lot of talking. I was exhausted for some reason and now I'm just kind of sitting on a bench, people staring at me because I'm speaking into a microphone. They think I'm from the future, I think. And just feeling really good, really good about life because nothing gets resolved in a weekend workshop, but things get started, fires get started and that's what we're trying to do is light a fire in people's hearts and in families, in couples, so that we can all do the work that we need to do in order to heal our international community, our family, our Holy Spirit, Heavenly Holy Community, Heavenly Holy Federation, Holy Heavenly. And when we do that, things will get real juicy, trust me. And so if you're listening to this, and if you came to any of our events over the past little while, please know that if you felt that spark, that spark can easily turn into a fire anytime you feed it time and attention. It can easily turn into something really powerful that can then influence somebody else and the spire needs to spread and turn into a raging inferno of change, melting away the fat, the laziness, the apathy, the disconnection, all this stuff that's preventing us from actually enjoying this life instead wasting our time and energy on comparing ourselves or wishing we could be somebody else or wishing we could have something that we don't have and just misusing our creativity to find ways to hate each other instead of finding ways to just be grateful for what we have and spreading that and finding ways in which to reach deeper areas of fulfillment in our mind and in our heart. So that's the work that we're doing. It's been so nice. We just have one more event next weekend in Camburg and I hope we can be the climax but so far it's been a really wonderful experience for us and for the participants that we've been talking to I'm sure we're not batting 100% we have there has to be some dissatisfied customer somewhere but we haven't heard from them just yet so yeah thank you for joining us on this journey this was the, the Budapest weekend it was just like a slice of what we contend with I didn't include some of the gross stuff that happened, like not me, but somebody on the team had bug issues last night and had to run to the bathroom. I had some crazy heartburn issues when I first got here. I think it's just traveling to new places, drinking the water, all sorts of stuff. So I didn't get into those gory details, but the result is pretty wonderful. And any little sacrifice, like not feeling so healthy or whatever, doesn't matter. Anyway, I will see you in another episode. Peace. everybody Andrew Love here and I just wanted to let you know that we have completely revamped our offering known as the Ascend program now if you've been with us for a while you know that the Ascend program has been our flagship porn recovery program for years and we've added a lot of content we've tweaked things here and there but recently we've completely done an overhaul in terms of our approach to recovery and here's why you see, originally we tried to appeal to everybody and we just let everybody come in. Anybody who said that they wanted to tackle porn, we just let them join. And was a very low barrier of entry. But what we found was that a lot of people who thought they were ready to tackle their porn addiction or who kind of wanted to, they didn't always show up in the best way and they, in many cases, brought the group dynamic down. And so what we've done is we've made the barrier of entry a little higher. And in turn, we've made our offering much more powerful. Let me explain. So when you sign up now, there is a small fee for everybody to sign up, but you get that money back once you finish that quarter. It's in kind of an escrow as a challenge for you to take your time more seriously because if you put money into something and you're only gonna get it back out if you really try, if you really attend your classes, if you really do all the work, then guess what? Your motivation to do that work is much higher. So that's the first thing. Second thing is we are, of course, offering our weekly call groups as a part of the Ascend program. So you'll have your group that you meet with every single week, and that's super important. But in addition to that, you're going to get daily accountability. You'll be able to message with somebody every single day in order to stay on track with your North Star goal. And more than that, every quarter you get two one-on-one calls with a high noon staff. That is a one-on-one call where we do a deep dive into where you're at and where you're going. And we help you to diagnose precisely what actions will be most useful for your time, for your energy, so that you can get the biggest results for your energy spent. So we are doing our best here at Island to make sure that you grow the most in the shortest amount of time, It's all a part of our new roadmap that we've created. Anyway, we've been doing this for a while, but we're always getting better and better. And this quarter, the first quarter in 2023 is going to be monumental. So please sign up for this Ascend program. Take it super seriously and just watch what happens. Watch how your life transforms in a short period of time.